Episode 19, welcome into the Desperate Pastor Podcast. We're one episode away. 20. The big 2-0. Oh. And what are we going to do? I mean, we're... Probably get Chipotle. We <laughs> <laughs> have to get Chipotle. <laughs> Had to. One of these yeah. days, we'll be, we won't be sponsored by Chipotle. But, uh. Uh, quit selling us short. <laughs> I have a dream. We're going to pursue that. Well, you, um, you guys are so far. So what you're going to have to do is we're going to have to record at our church, and then we'll have, because like, they actually send food. Yeah. Like, we, I, we what, live in, uh, what are we doing here? We're close enough yeah. to a civilization. Right. That's the word we're All you for. had to say was Chipotle delivers, and we <laughs> would have been there weeks <laughs> I, ago. Yeah. I was thinking that, like, when I walked down a little bit ago, like, why don't we, why don't we do the next one at our church instead? Yeah. So we don't have oh. to drive. So oh, oh we well, get I know Because we're not going to drive there. Right. Yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> oh. I'm not going to drive there. But if you hour. do, we'll actually be on time to unlock the door for you. Oh. Wow. Well, I blame wow. Aaron on yeah. that one. I don't know why you're blaming me. Wow. Uh, I don't know if you guys realize it or not, but welcome to the Desperate Bastard Podcast. Yeah. That's what we're doing right here. Yeah, I didn't right realize now. we're recording a <laughs> podcast during this thing. And I oh, want to invite you to man. join us online, desperatepastor.com. Uh, that, the website's somewhat updated. We're still in process with that. But you can follow us, Desperate Pastor, on uh, social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. And we have a, a signed paper that has five signatures on it from other mm. people that want to see Nate do a TikTok Dance. I thought it was Mike. Well, thank you, five signatures. That didn't include eight. us three. Right, All so that's eight. All we eight. can get to eight real quick. Wait, is yeah. that what that sheet of paper is? Yes. I was looking at that thing for about an hour, I and think, I was like, what on earth is yeah. that? I Good luck reading Jeff this. and the other people Lord. from your church that can't yes. write, obviously. <laughs> Well, I think they scribbled because they didn't know. What Jeff was up to no good. This is called like, plausible sure. deniability. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, no, my name's on there, sort of. Depends on what. <laughs> yeah, depends on what it is. <laughs> it literally is a blank piece of paper. Yep, that's what I was saying. It's like I want my signature. And then you could fill in the top. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a couple blank checks you could take there. If they could just <laughs> fill out the top right. part, I'll finish for them. Uh, you can send us an email at me at desperatepastor.com. We would love for you to join in the conversation because that's what we're about here. It's not only talking to each of us, but we know that you are listening. You are listening. Yeah. And, uh, I also want to give. I know. I want to give a shout out because Larry is starting a podcast, and it's, yeah. it was longer than twelve minutes, uh, called "Living Interestingly." That's hard to say. Interestingly. Living interestingly. Uh, he gave us a shout out in his uh, episode number two, and he's talking good about us, and so. We're gonna bounce the ball back to his court and just uh, give it a listen. It's it's hard because he's by himself, and that uh, makes it. Can you imagine? I mean, Mike probably wouldn't have an issue with. Yeah, you know. the, each episode would be longer if I was by myself because <laughs> yeah. nobody would be able to give me that look like uh, right. "shut up." Okay, enough. Four hours. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but he's finding his way through, and we want to give yeah. him a shout out. Living interestingly, you can uh, search for that in your favorite podcast platform does he play the keyboard in the background we were talking about like he could do like music like there's stuff that he can find his is it niche or niche niche it's only niche if you live in europe or it's, if you have a vase or if you say niche. caramel, <laughs> caramel. <laughs> if you're one of those people put that on the list of things we're going to talk caramel. about in the future 
people that say words incorrectly to sound fancy. Uh, so he probably says niche. Just kidding, Larry. Wow. Love you. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> Shouts fired. But Larry Listen, leads I worship. feel like we, we've had a couple interactions yeah, out have, of where I have. think he gets it. He does. He has a good sense of humor. I wouldn't say it if I thought it. If I was really judging him, I'd be like, hey, Right. Guys, we would say behind his cover back. Cover the microphone. <laughs> yeah. We would say a pre-show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, but he leads he worship should play at the North keyboard, Hampton. though, because it's when he, he came on your prayer and share yeah, time he thing, did a good and job. he was playing that. It yep. was like literally, it was really, it was cool. It was a good way to, yep. it's, it's a gift. I wish I, I can't play keys. Well, he plays chords. He admits that. So he oh, yeah, just, I know. You but know. pads, ambient oh, yeah. sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah. if we talk about uh, worship music in today's day and age, he is in the uh, pocket, well, as they we say. We want musically. him to be. Oh, yeah. He's going to join us someday and. Not know what to do because he's always he's by himself on his podcast and he comes in here and four other guys. He would thrive. He would like he would he would do a good job. Yeah, so. He would do twelve minutes and then we would do twelve <laughs> minutes like, and then out. we'd be in an hour and it'd be normal. <laughs> Done. <laughs> but give him a listen, check it out, follow him. Living uh, interestingly. Living it's it's it is hard to hate. Living interestingly. interestingly, right? Living interestingly with my vase in, in my in niche. his niche. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I th- I knew he was going to do it. I didn't know yeah, he had already it's, recorded. I, it, it's just like I'm thinking. Like I don't know if I would be able to do it because you don't have mm-hmm. this playoff. You can't play off each other. You're kind of like, well, here I am. You'd be like Sunday morning by myself. Yeah, <laughs> everybody would be sleeping then. <laughs> yeah, you spend <laughs> 25 to 45 minutes <laughs> <laughs> speaking to people wow. who are listening. Wow. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> No, I totally get like our whole like I think our whole premise is that we just feed off of yes. each other right. and have a conversation. Correct. So I found it. I'm Larry. Oh. I'm giving you. Hey, a the first twelve minutes right of our now. podcast are going to be a listen to Larry. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, uh, just kidding. Fire that. No, I'm going to follow it. No, though. we had another one to do instead. Just kidding. Don't. Oh, <laughs> full of lies. He's at seventeen minutes on this oh. first episode. Oh, yeah. hey, not as easy mm. as it looks, Larry. <laughs> Mister <laughs> Twelve Minutes. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Oh, man. So what, gotta, so what was the first, what was the title of the first episode? It was like maybe, it was very, very short. It's like intra, interesting. Uh, new Beginnings. But it's like maybe a two minutes or something? Maybe. Oh, no, very first, ep- sorry, very first episode is Introductions, right. just getting started. Okay. And then the next one was New Beginnings? New Beginnings. Yes, that's all right. right. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. And we did all that, Solario <laughs> Bias Chipotle. We're back. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, I'm already following them. All right, so here's some... Uh, okay, thanks for the inner monologue there. <laughs> Sorry. We're doing a podcast. Uh, right? uh, so would you rather have snow every day or no snow ever? Well, every day. Oh, uh, hands down, every day. Like, I would take it. 65 or like winter? Uh, that's every that's day. That's what it says. Uh, like, I would oh, take it like, it like it is right now outside. I could live like that every oh, single day. I What's love, wrong with you? I love snow in the winter, too, but, but I, like, if it meant I could never have the sun. Didn't say that. It does. I, could, I mean, the sun, I mean, no, if it's snowing, it's not going to be If we're warm. being honest, it doesn't say, it, maybe it snows and then it melts and it's 80 degrees. It didn't say you couldn't have, like, regular weather, just to snow every day. <laughs> okay, now you're creating a dream <laughs> sequence. We're going to wake um, up to snow. Do you but live in Ohio? The beach. There's yes. places, times we've had all four seasons in one day. I mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. that. I've been here. But, so, you're definitely, Nate, you're snow every snow day? Snow every day. This is ideal for you. Yeah, like, I, when I walked over to get the coffee... I was looking out all those windows in the new uh, student center. I was like, wow. I like this. What do you guys call it? I am going to throw Larry into the bus, though. Oh. Oh. Only because you listened to his second episode, which is really kind of his first episode. And he's like giving a shout out to Northampton. (laughs) He said, 
and Mike and Aaron and, and their their church. I don't remember the name of their church. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what our name is. That's okay. Well, it's a big I forgive you. We don't even. Yeah. No. If for all of you people out there that don't know us aside from the podcast, we really both don't. We work at a factory. We don't. We're not pastors. <laughs> yeah. We have no biblical training whatsoever. They're like, oh, we know. We, we just tell. eat. Yeah. That's why we sound like we sound. No. That's why I sound like I sound. I've been told many times through this process that. Aaron, yes. People would assume that Aaron is like the yes. lead pastor of our church. Yep. And, and you just, just act in movies. And you're just Jonah Hill. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just some random guy that you bring in. Uh, Mike's makes, a homeless makes, guy. Listen, <laughs> think and pray for the congregation of our church because it's not that way. I'm the one that's been here a decade. <laughs> but uh, you're like, oh, yeah, I, okay, we got to answer the question, right? Yeah. Uh, I am definitely, as much as I love snow, if I had to pick between that or not, I'd go no. Never. So yeah. too much of a good thing is really not a good thing. Well, I'm, I'm taking this very literal. Yeah, that it means be that a, it's going to yeah. be like yep. this every day. Yeah. This every yeah. day or be summer? A, oh, I'd I'll take love it. it. Well, it doesn't say that. Uh, it does. No snow ever. It could be cold and it's never snow. I'm just saying. Anyway. But it could be It could be like the beach and no snow, though. So you're, running, you're rolling right. the dice. <laughs> right. I mean, right. I don't like the beach anyway. Take a chance. It's got, it has to be freezing for there to be snow. Right. Sure. Okay. Right. So. Correct. I don't want that every day of my life. How's that? And that. and you wouldn't even ever like uh, play football in the backyard. I mean, you could in the snow, which we did had the long ago. But still, like, <laughs> I just I don't, don't play There's football. Can't hoop. No, you can't. Do I don't that. do you know? that either. I could. I guess I could bowl a build, build <laughs> a says, bar. I don't do that. Either. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Do you even know what hoop means? I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's like, I was homeschooled. Isn't that what you do when you're hollering? (laughs) (laughs) Hoop and hollering. (laughs) (laughs) Right with the T. No. Yeah, it's a T. Hoop and hollering. No, that's what an owl does. (laughs) It's like like anytime you say, I want to go play ball. Nowadays, everybody's like, oh, yeah, basketball. But 10 years ago, I've been like, ball. Like, just play catch. (laughs) I didn't play catch with you. Oh, that's funny. This yeah. also brought to you by the guy that smoked chickens. So. <laughs> he was trying to smoke an AirPod before we started to. True. What? True. <laughs> it was your AirPod. <laughs> you sounded like you just said yes. pot. We need to have <laughs> AirPod. Yeah, not pod, not pod. AirPod. <laughs> we need to have a camera crew that just follows us around. We'll have our own reality show. Yeah, that's right. I'm sure we'll get three people. If people can watch the things that are on TLC, they'll watch us. I bet I just, you someone's going to comment because I think hoop and holler is a thing. Now that no, I'm making funny. I think it's hoot and holler. Hoot and holler is what I, I would say. Hoot. I would Oops. say too, but he's it's <laughs> vase and vase, niche and ni- niche, <laughs> significantly sized. For, all, human for all of you that have been here a while, you might remember a few episodes ago. Might have been like the sixth or seventh episode. If we mentioned it, there was a moment in time where Joe was tossing something to Nate, whispers in his microphone for Mike and I to hear. He's not gonna catch this. <laughs> he tosses it to Nate, and he just completely swats the thing out of the air. Doesn't even try to catch it. Oh, the man. proper way to catch that's, something is you receive hooping. it in, yes. and yes. he's like snatch it. Out of the yeah. air, and denied. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was amazing. Uh, oh, it's like true. United it's States okay. Postal it, Service. You know. <laughs> <laughs> now we're in trouble. Thanks. <laughs> now they're coming for us. I keep losing baggages. All right, I'm not letting this go. Yeah, he, he does. He doesn't like. He uh, really, truly is literally losing stuff in the mail. My, yeah, my, my mom just got my mom just got a Christmas card from my cousin who sent it eight and a half weeks ago. I'm gonna start sending out cards this week. <laughs> Okay, so did you even answer? No, I would. I would say uh, no snow. Joe. No snow. Joe, I, what are you I, I just love yeah, the other seasons so much. I would say I no know. snow. I, I like okay, the well, snow. 
Okay. What? I wasn't he, expecting he that was the way you were judging. crap talking us over here. Wow. Yeah. Like no snow? No are you allowed snow? to say crap at your turn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pet I didn't realize you guys are so progressive over here. Oh, Let me man. give you a few more. <laughs> no. Is there another question? There is. Uh, okay. Winter Olympics or Super Bowl? Is it better than the first one? <laughs> Winter Olympics or Super Bowl? Oh, come on. That's that not a question. That depends because sometimes... <laughs> Whether it's snowing or not. Yeah. Sometimes the Super Bowl <laughs> is just miserable. Like, like, remember the first Broncos Seahawks a couple of years ago? Don't say yeah. the first. It was, was probably what it was, no. The next year they played each other. Oh, oh, yeah. Again, yeah. and the Broncos. No, no, that's Broncos. with Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But either way, it was like twenty to zero within the first yeah. quarter. <laughs> Nate has a look of a four-year-old <laughs> trying to solve a calculus problem right now. <laughs> I'm gonna choose the Winter Olympics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I understand. Skiing. Out of the blue, he's gonna be like curling is my favorite. Yeah. Uh, Sports ball. Okay, listen. I would, I would a bad Super Bowl, Super Bowl is better than the Winter Olympics wow. any day. That that's kind of no what else? What all sports are included in the Winter Olympics? Name some. There's okay, downhill, moguls, ice skating. There's all yeah. kinds. Of, like, okay, even I, the okay, the ice skating is really curling. 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 fun to watch. I love I love skiing, and I will watch the Olympics. But if I had to, you you ask these questions, and then you get oh, weird and justify. I'm like, you're saying <laughs> I have to pick. Do I want to see another Super Bowl? Right, right, yeah. yeah. Which is one event. Yeah, or and you I'll can take watch a plethora. Ev- okay, because guess what? Oh. I've watched. What is what's the alternative? I'm watching the NFL obsessively, and then it just gets to the end, and like, we'll just roll the dice, and what? you're the winner. Yeah, look, yeah. <laughs> no, the Super Bowl has to happen, Joe. The Olympics don't have to happen, and COVID proved it. No, it's is your Is this so they don't choice. happen, or what you want? No, 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 it's just your choice. Yeah, yeah, it's just Winter Olympics or Super Bowl, what are you choosing? I would say Super Bowl. It's not that it doesn't happen. It's just, it's yeah, just, it's not going to not exist anymore. what you want to watch. This isn't even a question, because I'll watch both. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, there's an or in the question. That's why. Right. Well, or I'm going to change the question wow. so I can watch both. <laughs> I would say Super Bowl, and just hope one day it's going to be Bears-Browns. <sighs> That's the day that he and I never... We we start that day one way and we're never the same. That's the day that it's snowing outside, really really cold and every, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, we get it. <laughs> like it's never gonna happen. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Bears play play the Browns next year. Yes, yeah, so if you guys want to start day, a fund to send us there, that's fine. We'll yeah, take we, it. We want to go, but it's just like he's a Yankees fan too, oh, wow. and it's so horrible. Front runner. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> Except for the Chicago. He did live. We have to give him the excuse. He did live in New York. He he lived in New York. But for like six months. And they haven't won a championship (laughs) in like a decade. Oh, you better (laughs) shut your face. Are you serious? (laughs) They haven't won a championship in a decade. I hope that their stadium falls. Wow. Nobody in it. They they just built a new one in 2010. I know. I hope that new one, the billion dollars they spent, just goes down the drain. Well, hi, everybody. We're not here to criticize. Yeah, I know. Speaking of, of all the stuff you're talking about, we decided on the, the, the road to go down is Church it's a Pet scary, Peeves. It's a scary road. Church Pet it's Peeves. And, it's on the uh, side of a cliff. I believe Aaron and Nate picked it. Is that right, Joe? <laughs> we were like, guys, in our wisdom, yeah. in our, we're we, disposable, this is not where apparently. We, <laughs> we are. We, are. <laughs> we shouldn't um, go here, but I guess we're going to give it a try and see. Uh, yeah. To kick we'll this. Just, we'll just oh, say sorry. it's all in love and laughter. Yeah. But then also to point oh. out, like, it's, yeah. it's satire in a sense yeah. because you gotta, you point out using... Yeah, there's you, a, you, I think there's some truth to some of it right. too. This is like uh, in the South, they say "bless your heart." Yeah, after yeah. they said something horrible, yeah. and then or they're about. There's to. another. Uh, mm-hmm. The creator of Seinfeld had a thing where he said, uh, "You know, it's you can say whatever you want, 
if you say something positive, then you get to say the phrase, having said that. Yeah. <laughs> and you say, so, like, these uh, pet peeves, really, everyone has their own preferences and, and whatever they really like. Having said that, though, <laughs> if you think this, you're totally wrong. Right. Yeah. So that's uh, how that's where I'm approaching it. Is that wrong? No, Should I not be thinking good, no. it that way? Okay. Or if like if you go to McDonald's and you get a Big Mac and a large fry, if you drink the Diet Coke, then it kind of cancels it all out. It's, it's totally. Kind of, yeah. Every time that somebody does that, like for one, uh, yeah, may not be the healthiest person, but I don't do hamburgers from McDonald's. That's that's another show topic. Okay. But but <laughs> show getting, topic. Like I, sure. like if we go in I'm saying if we go into that we'll be really accused of talking about food too much. But <laughs> when you order like I'm going to have a double cheeseburger <laughs> Can I have the uh, bacon cheese fries with that on the side of the restaurant? And I'll have an unsweetened tea. <laughs> you know that waiter or waitress is walking away like, yeah, nice yeah. try. Yeah. <laughs> okay, buddy. Maybe you want to flip that. Have the salmon and have a Coke. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or they should just give the Coke to the salmon, and then you'd have oh, the best of both worlds. Gosh. You know. By the way, I think I mentioned the Coke TikToks are still good, by the way. those are. If you haven't tried those yet, Coca-Cola TikToks. Since we're talking about food, tic tacs or tic tacs. I was really, I was really. Coca Cola has a TikTok. <laughs> no tic tacs. I do. Did yeah. you really mean to say? Tic-tac? I did not. He, I I did not because that's just because I'm old. So. He meant to say tic tac. I meant to wow. say tic tac. It came out TikTok. TikTok. Wow. He's like, I was on the internet the other day. The <laughs> interwebs that and I'm not going to catch on. I but. saw tic tac about this person doing a dance. Okay, should have been Nate. Okay. Anyway, so pet peeves. Uh, we have a whole list of pet peeves, but I want to kind of hear where you guys are because even those of you that are listening, uh, you have pet peeves about things in church, and uh, we would. We're not trying to drive yeah. disunity or drive. We want to drive unity, but uh, we also like to have fun and, and talk about those things that that maybe have driven you crazy in church, and why do we do these things and. Uh, Lighthearted, but then hopefully we'll speak some some truth. Said I came not to bring peace, but a sword. <laughs> right. So that's what we're going to do. <laughs> yes. Oh, so man. yeah, they should. <clears throat> you should submit pet peeves. Oh yeah, yeah they, they have. Make this I'm sure. Yeah. Like, what's your? If you're listening, we need to know what is your number one. Even if we talk about it, yep. it'd be interesting. Like to take an unofficial yeah. poll. What's your greatest, you know, pet peeve about church? Somebody's going to say church people. Yeah. (laughs) That desperate pastor podcast. Podcasts that go over 30 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) My pet peeve is submitting stuff about what my pet peeve is. That's my pet peeve. Very Um, good. I like that. Yeah. Taking a poll about my... Poll. Yeah. I hate being (laughs) polled. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to read them out. Or I can read them out, but... Are we reading them out? No, no. I think you... What's your pet peeve? You can just... That way, if it's really well, bad, then it'll just be attributed to you. Not I was going to say, mm. next, the next game should be, we should put these on the post, our list, and see if people it. can guess who said it. Yeah, That would actually be really funny. Uh, I'll, I'll kick this off with a story. Oh, boy. Because uh, this really highlighted story one of my pet peeves this week. Everybody get your popcorn. So I was, I was going to the bathroom. <laughs> this, Listen, is, this is a great uh, start. Yeah, you never, you didn't think you were going to listen to a podcast where guys say he's going. Oh Anyways, I was at the store and I go to the bathroom and there is uh, a piece of paper in the bathroom. <laughs> like, there's a a church. There usually is. <laughs> oh, it comes out of the roll. I know you were homeschooled. No. I don't know what you guys did there. <laughs> no, so there's a there's a church track. Uh, <laughs> and if you don't know what a church track is, it is basically a small. Little. Let me pull it out of my pocket right here. <laughs> it's a small little it's a booklet, booklet like two or three pages, usually really small print, that very briefly explains, uh, in a very brief sense, the gospel. 
And a lot of times, especially in the context that I come from, uh, you're, you're highly encouraged to pass those out and to leave those in random places. That's a pet peeve for me. Um, I don't know if anybody else shares that pet peeve, but that that's a like, pet peeve. You don't for like me. tracks. I, I don't him. like tracks. I don't, I don't like tracks being left in places. Um, I'm not even a really big fan of, of you know, in very there's there's certain circumstances where I do think a track would be effective to hand to somebody, but uh, I don't sides. think that's the norm. You're playing both sides. No, that's yeah. not the norm. Though no, I'm tracks saying tracks are my pet peeve, but I will give one. There's somebody. a such a small amount of circumstances where that is necessary. And even in today's modern age, I don't think that's necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's more effective ways to do it. And I also, I feel like, what are you guys doing? No, no, he's, just, he's trying to jump in. Oh, I'm sorry. Keep talking, Go ahead. You know, okay. I thought you guys were like talking to each other no, with sign fine. language. No. Go ahead. That's sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, okay, I was going to say, I had two thoughts. Was yeah. it a clean pamphlet in the bathroom? Uh, <laughs> it was clean. That's good. That's at least they put it in the right spot. They did. Um, Secondly, I think it's very interesting. I didn't say this before the podcast because I feel like I figured I dropped this <laughs> nugget here. Oh. Um, but my grandparents were missionaries in Africa for like probably three decades, maybe three and a half decades. And they came back and when they were on, you know, retired, whatever missionaries, they would do, uh, uh, what are we talking about? Track, like racks in yeah. restaurants in their little town. Nice. So that's what they did. Not that I think that they were very, um, I would not choose to do that same type of ministry because I think it's more beneficial when you have a conversation and then maybe you hand them the track on the way out as like something for them to read. Um, but they did it for like decades. It still might actually be there. Mm. It, it's a small <laughs> town. It's, it, it still could be there. But that was like something they were convinced um, was uh, beneficial. And some do. But uh, I, my personal opinion is you maybe have a conversation with someone. And then if they still have questions, you guys have to you know run out of time. Here's something for you to read. And let's, maybe let's get back together, get some coffee. Yeah. I think that's way more effective yeah, than... Yeah. Let me leave this in the bathroom. Yeah. I think... I feel it... One, it, it really takes something so wonderful, so powerful. Um, are we passing out credit cards? Can I have one? Um, it takes, you take the gospel, which is something that's so wonderful, so powerful, and really is, I think, really difficult to condense down to this two-page, like, three-by-five card. Um, and now you're going to cheapen it to something. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand you this, and I'm going to walk away. Or I'm going to leave this in the bathroom, and I'm going to walk away. Yeah, because I think a lot of times uh, tracks are like, like it's, you're dropping a mic on somebody like, yeah. there you go. And it's like, yeah. you know, what, what am and I? I think another like in a lot of ways, I think, especially in the context I come from, you hand out tracks for your own benefit. Mm-hmm. I am going to hand out tracks to make mm-hmm. myself feel better, to make myself feel like I'm accomplishing the great commission. Yeah. When in all reality, I'm handing out a cheapened version of the gospel and really not doing much of anything. Right. Um, but this is on. This is once again. This is my own pet peeve. I'm not, not trying to slam anybody. But well, because there's some. I'm sure there's people that have come to Christ through a track. Yeah, and <clears throat> yeah. So I always just go to the Bible, and I remember what Jesus said: "Go therefore into all the world and place papers, yeah, for people to read." Yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh, I mean, like that's. I'm a little cynical. I was gonna. I let can you hear the cynicalness. Well, I mean, okay. Here's what you need to understand when we talk about anything controversial or if we talk about pet peeves obviously someone out there right now if they're still if they haven't turned it off they're like okay we did a track ministry yeah. and and a thousand people came to know jesus yeah okay for one if i'm being true in my cynical nature i'd say what was your follow-up and what kind of fruit have you seen in that since then i put a little higher standard 
for myself, when I look at the word of God, I put a higher standard to say, you, I can't just leave something there for someone to read and be like, I've done my part because the Bible says to go and make disciples and to be in, we have to have this relational connection to people. Now, yeah. <clears throat> can God do that? Yes. Can he reveal himself through nature? Yes. Does he need that paper? No, he doesn't need it, and he, but he could use it. Um, but when that becomes things like that, when they become, you know, the exception and the rule kind of idea, it's like, yeah, yeah it could yeah. happen. But what is the word of God? Uh, how does the word of God instruct us in the in this idea of building the kingdom and making disciples? It's to go and to preach and to teach them what Christ taught sure. his disciples and what you've learned. So it takes a little bit more than that. Um, yeah. Now, a track can be used to get somebody to a point of questioning. Maybe, yeah. maybe there's something where they go, I read this and I'm like, Oh, <clears throat> in the same way that I don't prefer to use like the question, like if you were to die tonight, what would it, you know, why, why don't you, why, why don't you use that? Because I don't, I, cause I was, it was used on me. Maybe it's like PTSD. <laughs> Seriously. I like I hear you. Like I feel for one, I also feel like it, that only leads us. It starts the conversation on a scare tactic. Sure. Yeah. It starts the conversation on, you don't want to go to hell, Here. do you? And I don't prefer that at all because that's not the message of the gospel. The gospel is, the gospel of love. What if somebody wants, like, if that's where somebody's at, though? Uh, I didn't say I would not utter those oh. words. I said I don't like them. Okay, you know, I have I, I mean, seriously, have I used them before? Yes. I, I can honestly say I've only handed out tracks when I was on a mission trip and the missionary asked us to do that. And because I wouldn't choose to and even invest my money in it, buying tracks to do that. But if somebody wants to do that, I'm not going to tell them not to do it. Just like, I mean, I, my preferred way to lead someone to Christ is just dependence on the Holy Spirit to sure. meet with someone, hear where they're at, and let God kind of lead you to wherever in his word applies to what they're going through in their life. So, Yeah. Well, so the, so would you say the context also <clears throat> makes a difference? That if I'm in a, yeah. in a place maybe where uh, there's not a whole lot of people contact or something, or, or there's things I can give to them, but, you're, but I would say definitely context of relationships is huge, of, of someone uh, understanding the gospel and and having that conversation. I don't like the track bombs or the gorilla yeah. canvassing, like, <laughs> we're going to stick them in trees and they're everywhere. God can use that, and God right. has used that. I, my pet peeve with the track that I think of the most is the one that looks like a folded over $20 bill. Yes. Mm. When you go to a, like a restaurant, and instead of tipping your waitress, oh my gosh, yeah. you leave that, and you're like, if, <laughs> if, <laughs> yeah. If you left a tip of like the amount of your bill and left that, maybe it would work. Maybe even then, I think Probably it's not. I think it's garbage because they would think it was double. Right, it's still forty dollars. <laughs> no, oh, no okay, yeah. yeah. Well, it just it comes off cold. Yeah, for one, it comes off. It doesn't show actual concern. Right. If you were concerned mm -hmm. for somebody, you'd be willing to give your time to right. hear mm -hmm. to ask the question. Um, I actually pet peeve that we don't need to talk about, but you can put it on the list is that whole thing too. Putting people on the spot for the benefit of yourself, meaning. You know, the waitress comes up and they're, they've got six tables and you can tell they're running like crazy. And you're like, we just want to stop and I mean, I'm going to get in trouble. But like, we just want to pray for you. And it's like right now in the middle of her shift and she's like sweating, like, you know, like, yeah. you better know. Here's what I'm going to say. When it's when things become prescriptive, meaning this is what I do. I'm the guy that prays for every waiter or waitress. It's probably not Holy Spirit driven and you're probably not sensitive to what is God asking me to say or do. You're going, this is what I do. Sure, and so yeah. I think when we come to tracks, it's the same thing. It's like I'm saying, this is what I do. I found this track. I like it. I hand it out. And that's it. I do. That's what I do. And right. it's like, well, yeah. God didn't. Jesus himself did not interact with every person the same way. Right. So yeah. why? And that's what we're supposed to follow. 
Were you going to say something here? No. <laughs> he's actually shredding Aaron, his $20 he's tracks. Towards, he's like, yeah, burn those now. Aaron's yeah. like texting Kelly, like, get rid of the tracks. Yeah. Get no. rid of the tracks. No, there's actually, uh, I won't say that. I was going to say, there's things in our church I want to get rid of. But I shouldn't say that. <laughs> oh, you did. That's every church, though. I mean, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Mike's at the top of the list. <laughs> no. This will be my office soon. <laughs> we don't have pastor's office. <laughs> it's a coffee room. <laughs> <laughs> but no. so, uh, last thing I'm gonna say though, because I'm this is the worst format for a podcast for me to stick my foot in my mouth, and I think all of us. So I want everyone to understand, like, this is yeah. where interaction would be helpful because mm-hmm. when we're not, we're kind of we actually started the conversation to say what are some things we disagree about. Sure. To, mm-hmm. And I don't think we disagree too much no. on this one. I think mm-hmm. when it comes to yeah, the gospel. Yeah. So if you are like that, is your. For 20 years, I've been doing this, and the Lord's put, like, we're, we celebrate that. We sure. celebrate people coming to know Christ by okay. any means. But I would challenge myself, even if I fall into a rut and say, um, <clears throat> we even have on our list the Romans Road, <laughs> which is tried and true, and it, and it does walk someone through the, you know, the reality of their sin and their need for a Savior and the provision of Christ. Like, it lays it all out, but... That may not be what the person across sure. from you needs right now. They right. may yeah. not, by the way, they may not need you to lay the gospel out like that. They may have heard the gospel presented to them a thousand times, mm-hmm. but they need someone to love them. And then the God will use your relationship and your love and your forgiveness and your patience that you offer them to go, okay, I know that I'm supposed to believe in Jesus, but I finally see it yeah. in somebody. And yeah. I'm ready. I want to, I want that. It's almost like, you the, know? it's almost like the gospel should be so real and evident in your life <laughs> that mm, uh, you as you have relationships with other people, they, they can, they can begin oh. to see that, Maybe. that love and that gospel. I wish I, the Bible said that. This, no. mm, <laughs> man, if only Jesus would have said some stuff about that. Or Paul, <laughs> if he know? lived that, it would be interesting. Yeah. Mm. Uh, wow, we are dripping sarcasm <laughs> right now. But this it, is my world. This is where I. This is where I live. I feel like uh, a, it's like a warm blanket. Yeah, you are on a snowy uh, day. Weighted, <laughs> weighted, snowy day. Oh, a weighted blanket. That's no joke. Another oh, topic. I got another topic that we can add. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, well, finish. Nate's got a full I, list. What's that? I know. Nate's got a Nate, full you have a list. severe problem. You're very irritable. <laughs> a lot of peppy. <laughs> I do. I think we need to not be formulaic in yeah. our sharing of the gospel. Can you? Define but I that? think. You know, where like I'm just kidding. this is how I do it. But I think you need to have yeah. like you need to know the Romans yeah. Road. You need to know John three sixteen. You need to know some key verses. But then, but my perspective has changed somewhat. <clears throat> that it got, has gone from evangelism in one silo and discipleship in another yeah. to kind of a mix of like I'm discipling people in my spheres of influence that don't know Jesus. I'm discipling them. In my in the context of a relationship, mm-hmm. toward a relationship with Christ, yeah, yeah, through conversations, through texts, through oh, whatever it is. But my whole point, my whole big picture, the the macro level is how do I help them to take a step toward Christ as much as I have control over that? Yeah, and then so that's discipleship. It's not mm-hmm. I'm evangelizing. No, no, I'm discipling. It's just I'm discipling a non-believer toward a relationship or or toward an environment where. They can hear and understand the gospel, and that's rest of it's up to God, like and then really up to them. You know, right. our role, their yeah. role, God's role. Mm-hmm. And so, I that my perspective has become clearer on that. That uh, I think we used to, well for me, we used to kind of separate out. Here's evangelism. Here's discipleship. And really, if we're being honest, and somebody you can disagree with me, and that's fine. Uh, do it in the comments and send us an email. Yeah. Uh, 
that it's all discipleship. And if I yeah. look at it that way, it changes my heart in investing, that I'm investing in the relationships that I already have to help people to take a step toward Christ or a step toward Christ-likeness. And if I'm doing that, I'm really doing what, what the really the Great Commission is all about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think if we had to summarize all of our, you know, pet peeves toward tracks is it's very impersonal. Yeah, there's yeah. no, you know, yeah. interaction. There's no care specifically for the person who picks up the track. So I, I think, think it's, you know, that's part of our relationship. Maybe it is, though. I'm praying over this track and I hope God, whoever finds this, will hear the truth of the gospel. Yeah. Yes. But then there's the follow up coffee or the first relation. So, it, so there's, I think the discipleship part you just talked about is yeah, that's yeah. like, that's the, it's almost like it's, oh, it's good, but something essential is missing. Is what it's you, not what it feels like. It's not fulfilling what Jesus called us to do. Yeah. It's and part of my evangelism portfolio. I have these out there that I throw out there, and then I also have relationships. And <laughs> you don't <laughs> I just don't put even know what to say. To that. I know. Okay, first of all, you just said evangelism uh, portfolio. <laughs> it's for okay. Jesus. It's putting the good. Yeah, it together. I. What's the topic too? I would sum it up that tracks are cheap. Um, <laughs> tra- like it's just. <laughs> sorry. Wow, that's, that's harsh. That's, <laughs> that's actually not a bad description though, because uh, like we just said, there's something essential missing, and yeah. it's cheap talk in a sense because you're not there following up with discipleship and relationship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Preaching Old Testament prophets out of context. Oh, that wow. is a huge. Wow pet peeve for me well wait all prophecy in the old testament is about america exactly right and revelation yes and yeah so wait stay let me let's go back for one we can't bring that up now because that's a whole nother (laughs) no so we going back to tracks yeah yeah, like so i was what i wanted to think and say and challenge someone who's listening that maybe is all about the tracks wants to throw food at us right now. Yeah, and they're mad. Is I want to challenge you that in my own life, I equate this, and this could be another one, but I equate it to you're on the missions trip or you're even in like, you know, one time I took a group of students to Columbus for a conference and it was like the conference is like, hey, go share the gospel and come back in two hours and tell us your stories. And people came back and there were people they brought up on stage, of course, that had like good stories, you know, like they they were successful, so to say. But um, with my group, um, I didn't, as a leader, I just couldn't ask them to do that because I did not see evidence in their life of being willing to share their faith with their friends. Like they wouldn't, it was a a common problem. So I was like, we're going to go and we're just going to, we're going to pray. Sure. We'll spend some time. And I want you to think about like the thing we do a lot of times, like write down some names of people, you know, because there's no, now the Lord could use that too. But in the moment I had this strong sense of this is selfish. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. This is let's go do something. Yeah. This is about us accomplishing something, not somebody being brought from death to life. And similarly, for me, not for everyone, but for me, that's where I go with tracks. It's like I feel like I alleviate or I appease or I've done something, but it's it's about me doing something. Sure. Yeah. And I I don't believe that the model I see in Jesus was him caring at all about himself, but pouring himself out and doing it differently because he knew what does this person need? Yeah. What, is, what is the woman who reaches out and touches the cloak? She needs restored, yeah. not just to me, but to this community. So I'm going to call her forward and we're going to talk. And he yeah. did it differently yeah. for a reason. And you even look at it. Wow. I got really loud. You even look at Paul's <laughs> example. Um, Paul's example is he speaks to different groups of people through Ephesians and through Galatians and Philippians and Romans and all these different letters that he writes. And he frames the gospel differently yes. because he knows them. Yep. 
He knows them so well because he's built a relationship with them. He can now take the gospel that he fully understands, not just knows this formula that he can then repeat to them, but a gospel that he understands and has experienced. He can now take that, even mixing in parts of his story, and he can then frame that in such a way that it will be impactful for them because he cares about them. You look at that example that Paul models, and that is oftentimes not what in a lot of ways is done today. And I think that we wonder why we're not super effective. So pet peeves with, uh, no, with tracks, I think it comes down to it's about relationships. We're we're sharing crisis about that. We're not saying the tracks aren't necessary. We should burn them all, but we should probably burn most of them. But we should look at our hearts. (laughs) Really, it's about our heart in doing that. Am I giving this track because it's about me or because I'm helping them to come to Christ? But it really boils down to to relationships. The importance of that. I do do have a special pet peeve for chick tracks. I think we should get rid of those. I don't know what chick... You don't know what a chick track, the little comic book ones? Oh, this was that was one. This was this your life. Why, this is why Nate's yes. so affected by this right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I'm I'm in the dark. You don't. Oh my god. We'll have to talk. After. But there was one that I had. Do they hand those uh, out at Chick Fil A? No. No. Ooh. Speaking of Chick Fil A, oh. we should go there. Yeah. Uh, so you guys, I have another one we can go to. We have time to do one oh, more. Okay, oh, but we do? you know, I got to say the one that I the last, we're ending the track thing, right? But yours yeah. is chick track. Chick mine track. is uh, mine is the one that has like the stairway up into the clouds <laughs> with the like r- sunbeams shining down. The yeah. Angels. yeah, that one scares me. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan. So anyway, <laughs> I just can't believe you've never seen a chick track. No. You probably have. Are you talking about it's like a brand of tracks? Yeah, that's okay. Like, yeah, it's not like because there's girls all of them. It's <laughs> <laughs> or chickens or peeps. <laughs> Like it's a brand smoked okay. chickens. Smoke chickens. <laughs> you guys have a good one that you that's I burning. Don't, I don't want to see. I don't know what they are, and I don't want to. Thank you. Next. You sound like everybody else in the world when it yeah. comes to a track. Yeah. I don't know what you have, what you're peddling. Yeah, he's looking it up it. right now. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I imagine they probably did the this is this was your life one. That was the one that stuck with me for oh, a long time. Oh, great! The first picture yep, that pops up. That's it. Up. That's the one that yes, it's a comic book about like looking at all the events of your life and. <clears throat> Do you guys have one? Oh, I have Judgment House. <laughs> Judgment. I went to that as a teenager. <laughs> so, I people, probably met people. Joe. You probably did. Hosted yeah. those. Yeah. You probably did. Yeah. Probably some some people have acted in them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me. <laughs> hey, Mike, why don't you drop us your Jonah Hill uh, Mike right, as Jonah, you know, like Jonah Hill as Mike in Judgment House. This is what he said at the very end. I got it's a solilo- soliloquy, so I have to remember all the lines. So give me yeah. a second now. Did he legit do this? Yes. I got to get in character. There it is. It's time. And then he walked out. (laughs) That's it. And then we went to counseling. Wait a second. I was... was, uh, No way. (laughs) (laughs) What scene was that? That's the very last scene before you go into counseling. I was typing. There was like voiceover that I recorded ahead of time where I'm like typing on a computer. And then I get up and I grab my suitcase thing and I go to the door and I look back at the crowd and I go, it's time. I feel, like, I feel like I feel like I probably... Did you get saved that night? No. <laughs> Come on, mate, dude. That would have been perfect. <laughs> well, Were you there? Did, I'm not going to say the church. Do not, do not say the church. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I won't. Because I'm, I'm already on thin ice. I'm almost positive that I was there. Okay. Because I remember Does that Does it part. rhyme with schmope? <laughs> Um, I actually don't remember the name of the church. Cause yeah. <laughs> well, there's only two, two churches yeah. in the area. Yeah, yeah one in so. Norton. And Which one, is not where I was. And one not in Norton. <laughs> yeah. Rhymes with Schmudson. I think. 
Thankfully, I've never been to either of them. <clears throat> I need to see and if I've never acted. One of them. I was so conned into it because I had to because our friend was like yeah. the worship leader yes. was in charge and yeah. he's like you got to do this yeah. and and I was like no like I'll be part of it. I did counseling yeah. and I was like the worst counselor ever because everybody would like get their quota at the end of the night and I'd be like I did it for four years and I think I had two people yeah. because I was like well you, we're not gonna you didn't have tracks. When you think about it, a judgment house is kind of like a living track. It is correct. <laughs> it's like a walk through. Yeah, I agree with that. And, of a and, track. It's, and it's what you probably don't like the whole like. Oh, you're this, going to hell. Yes, that's. We had the scariest like hell room. Shout out ever. to Jessica. Jessica, oh, who I mean, it probably was am- is not listening to this, but if no, you but ever it, listened to it, Jessica, it was amazing. She did such a good job. Like it scared me. Yeah. She did a good job yeah. scaring people. Mike actually got saved for real that yeah. night. <laughs> yeah, I was like, was it? Did, were you there for the goodness. one where they did the bank robbery one? They, that was not us. Okay, first that of was, all, uh, I, I feel okay, like every time I walk into Walmart right now with with masks, <laughs> I feel like I'm masking up to yeah, like. What happened let's in the go. world? Okay, we're sorry, everybody. I, we I are hope you love this I'm podcast because this is scattered even for us. <laughs> but um, it's still um, in the same line of, it is, of tracks and. I'm trying to oh, find a photo gosh. of me there. I don't want to see that. Well, Who's I will say in in reference to Judgment House. I would say it was Don't definitely you say positive. It Don't was a, you it dare. was a there were there were very positive <laughs> things about Judgment House, what it did for the church, I how know. it brought people together, serving, serving yeah. together. Uh, I will tell you, and I'll tell you, like, so this is my other positive experience. When I did, they don't call it counseling now because I think it was way too heavy. It's like, okay, what do they? There's another name that they call them that's Hashtag more of like real talk. Yeah, persuading. If you're out there, and sorry, uh, that was negative. Uh, there were there were so many times when I was doing the counseling piece that there were people that would end because it was like fifteen or twenty people that would come to the row, right? And they'll say, "You four there, you three there, you five there." There were nine high percentage of the time people would end up in my small circle that we didn't say turn or burn. We talked about life, yeah. And there there were so many times related to something that was going on or whatever. Like I know why you're why you ended up right yeah. here, uh, because my experience when I went through with my neighbor and his son, the guy, the counselor said, "You don't want to go to hell, do you?" And I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" And you smack your forehead like palm, yeah. whatever. Like stop. That's not what we're. But that's that's kind of the mindset. Yeah. But I think that there were some really positive things interwoven in that. There's always redeeming yeah. qualities. But yeah, it was definitely like it's not like heaven's gates, hell's flames. You're, yeah. I've never been there, but I like that's even right. like six well, steps up. I think of like you don't want to end up here, kind of right. Thing. Yeah, I I do know that. Okay, I'll do the positive that when I was doing the whatever counseling, when there was a year where it dealt with suicide, Mm -hmm. and then there were a couple nights where every group I had had people in the group that were directly connected to a friend or a person in their school that had committed suicide in that year. Mm -hmm. And so we spent a lot of time just talking about healing and talking about hope and and praying, uh, you know, like praying with people. Not schmope. Uh, not schmope. Yeah. And schmutzen. Uh, we, were, we were, but I mean, like, I enjoyed that part yes. of it. Yes. But I hated the premise of which, yeah. where we got there because, because somebody, here's, here's, okay, real talk. Yeah. I was taken to one of those, uh-huh. uh, the original one that you're talking about. And I remember just being scared to death. Sure. And mm-hmm. definitely praying with a counselor, but it was like just put that in the list of yeah. times that when I was a child and they'd do Sunday night service and be like, you know, you're going to hell. And I'm like, I don't want to go to hell, so right. I'll come pray with you again. And uh, it was in that line. And then when I came to authentic faith, it was that I came to an understanding of God's grace. And I was 
so grateful for what Christ had done for me. And it wasn't a fear-based relationship. So anything that smells at all of fear-based mm-hmm. incentive for salvation, again, can God use it? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I've heard the one I hear more often is somebody that's you know near death yeah. or they're in a bad spot. And they say, God, if you get me out of this, mm-hmm. they're in prison. If you get me out of here, I'll live my life for you. God can use whatever. But if I have a say yeah. <laughs> in how I'm going to sure. present the gospel... I'm gonna flee from scaring somebody because fear only lasts so long. It won't. It won't sustain. Yeah. I want to. I. I want to say about that. This is totally my recollection, and somebody might say you're totally wrong, but this is my recollection that before I was there, before there was a team of us, like they were, they were doing it before we got there. But it was always. I think it was always there was a person that chose Christ. There was a person that didn't choose Christ. And I think, again, trying to take credit where maybe credit's not due. I think we introduced the idea of that person that, well, I thought that I was good enough. I thought that, like, I right. thought that I had done all the right things to, to be a believer. And I think that that, to me, was a more powerful character than the obvious, like, yeah, I don't care about God. Okay, well, we know, we kind of know if it's that person that I went <laughs> to church. Go back to room four then <laughs> right. and get comfy. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when we were in, I think we were in high school or we were early youth leaders and we took a group to Norton and we walk into the hell scene and my wife, so it's all black. And my wife was like, man, it's hot in here. I'm like, yeah. oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. No, <laughs> she no, had no idea. That's their thing, though. I, re- I remember that about it. I remember I was like, it's so hot in here. Maybe I do want it to snow every day. See, we've come full circle. Right. I'm just kidding. Right. I, think, I think I've learned my pet peeve. Uh-oh. And I, I know, I know that... Mike and Joe through Mike. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, there's... Obviously, you guys said the benefits, and there's fruit, too, doing it on occasion, but I think Judgment Houses would probably be my pet peeve. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Just, like, just like even those Gospels that are like... They, they scare you more than you're convicted of the sin that's within your life. Right. So yeah. you, you would choose to create... Or you would choose to, you know, accept Jesus as your Savior because you're just so terrified of the right. other mm-hmm. option instead of realizing that you're a sinner... And you need a savior, and God loved you so much that He sent you. It's like right. it's a completely different um, way to present it. But there is there's fruit within it, like you guys said, if it's presented, you know, I think well. But if you just scare them, I think that's like in my mind. I think where is it going after that? Right. Because if you're just terrified and you're like, okay, I have Jesus. Correct. Yeah. Uh, I'm not scared anymore, but what, I don't know anything about Jesus. Right. You know what? You know what? The, I don't know. So, yeah, there's a way. There is a way it could be done. Yeah. I think if you. I think the problem is, is it seems like every time I ever was part of one or or at one, it was uh, it emphasized hell. Yeah. If, I, if you know what I mean, because yeah. oh, yeah. there, there's something to the the walkthrough narrative of like mm-hmm. if you had actors or whatever portraying this idea of like what you just said of you know, dialoguing about life and about whether they believe in God or not. But like when you have to throw in death, mm-hmm. that finality of it, which it works for people, some people, it gets them to maybe a place where they'll discuss it. So, I mean, I, again, I, there's yeah. people that gave <laughs> hours and hours yeah. like of their life to yeah. do and that. that thing. Yeah. But it makes me think of, um, there's an example of, uh, I think it was Francis Chan, could be wrong, um, more recently that was talking about uh, a guy that also did like big, we could put um, big Christmas concerts in there if you want. Um, <laughs> Pet peeve? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was talking about this guy who he was doing this big Christmas concert. Or wh- It may not have been, you might correct me, it might have been another book that we were starting to read that we maybe all never finished. But there was, and the guy said, I, uh, 
Oh my goodness. No, it was in real life discipleship. Oh I believe. I, in my mind. I'm telling you. Anyway, it was about the guy that he's like, we have this huge concert. We bring an orchestra in and we do all this. Do you remember any mm. of that? Keep going. And he says, basically, he's like, the people give all their time and they give and they donate like thousands and thousands of volunteer hours. And we spend thousands and thousands of dollars to bring these uh, performers in. And we do this. And it's the big thing that we do every year. And the person said to him, like, what if <laughs> you use those thousands of dollars to equip those people yeah. and those people who gave those thousands of hours to have a concert use those thousands of hours out in the community to serve yeah. and to have yeah. and like that idea that even there again it's like in a way to me it feels like those types of events and it doesn't have to be this or that it can be both you can do both things but what i see happen is when you have that thing that now becomes that's our outreach Yes, it we becomes the, about the thing. We have that thing, and we're getting yeah. ready for that yeah. thing, and we're going to tell people about Jesus. Those three weekends, we're going to tell them, and that's what we, and let's go. What's up for next year? And we just, yeah. VBS can be in the same boat same. if you don't do it the right way. It's like, oh, we, we're only working towards yeah. that, and that's yeah. our ministry to kids, and we're going to out, that's our outreach yeah. to, I'm doing air quotes, if you're, I'm like, yeah. as if people can see. That's our outreach. No, that's another program at your church, which is fine. Have that. But understand that if that's what you point people as a leader, I look at that and go, if I'm saying this is how and when you share the gospel, we've just taken, we've just narrowed that yeah. into something and we perverted it, if we're yeah. being honest, because it's not just at that event. So, yeah, I've got a, I got, yeah, problems with all those things. <laughs> I got problems, people. I got lots I think of problems. There's no new news to anybody. Yeah, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's a good, it's a good, um, way to kind of check ourselves even as you know we're in ministry as we continue to kind of you know lead and walk into what God has us to do but even for those that you know aren't in ministry I think it's important to kind of check and see how we go about you know doing the work that God's called us to um, these are little pet peeves that obviously don't affect us that greatly but we've had experiences Nate's had experiences that sure. he's got all these pet peeves from and so do, <laughs> so do us all um, but I think ultimately it's something that God can use to give us wisdom into seeing what might be the better option or, you know, this might be good, but try this. And it's always experience. The kind of way I view ministry is, uh, I might be doing okay, but what can I do better? And mm -hmm. then is there something else I can do that can equip or Start benefit? Google doc. Go, yeah, exactly. My father-in-law. Um, <laughs> see, I got that right away. Um, but like doing, doing little things that, Oh, this would help this student or this would help all, you know, that, that, it's just something to keep fresh in your mind. So it's a, I think it's, yeah. it's how you get to pet peeves, in my opinion, is because you either had them and you experienced them, and you're like, oh, gosh, that was awful, and then, and then, or, or that's so bad, and then you, you kind of move through things. So these things uh, might be pet peeves to us. They might not be pet peeves to you. Um, <laughs> but I think just kind of looking and seeing how we function and, yeah. you know, uh, facilitate, if that's the right word, as believers in Christ and, you know, look to reach others and be missionally minded. I think you, we always got to, you know, look, okay, what can we be doing? What can we do to be better um, or start something new? Anything like that. I think it's a process we all got to work through as ministry people, but also uh, lay leaders that are desiring to serve and put in hours and hours that above their even normal jobs. So it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a good process to go through. These all started off as good things, I think. Most yeah. of them would yeah. be like the motivation was there, mm -hmm. the heart was there, and anything we do, it's, it can't be about the thing. Yep. It, they have. We have to do these. The programs that we have, the things you guys do on Wednesday nights, the thing we do on Sunday nights, the the things we do on Sunday morning, even like our worship service. Like we're not there to do that thing. We're there on Sunday morning in particular. We're there 
to lead people into into the presence of the Lord in a sense of like leading them into an authentic experience, let's say, of, of worship and and to a place where they can really understand the Word of God and God can use that as an opportunity, let's say, to to really speak into somebody's life. But it's it's that big picture that we're yes, there's things that go into say producing it and making it happen, but it can never that can't be the end. Up oh, we we did Sunday morning. Because if that's the end, then we're missing it. And we as leaders, we've got to keep leading with that big picture in mind of like this is why we do it. And if it's not accomplishing, if what we're doing is not accomplishing the thing that we believe God is calling us to do, then we either have to tweak it or we have to get rid of it and do something different. And that's where Right now, a lot of you guys are like younger in ministry, like everything's new in this sense, but like it's it's harder for those of us, I guess, that have been going down that road and like, I know this works and this works and we can end up doing ministry without God often. And that's not where I want to be because I just know that this works and we just need to get to that place of the dependence and being willing to say that we're willing to scrap everything we're doing if that's what God's calling us to do and do this totally different thing if it's going to help us to make disciples who make disciples. But for us, if it's going to help lead people to love God and to love people and ultimately make disciples, if whatever we're doing right now is not making that happen, then we need to change it. Yeah, yep. I think I think uh, <laughs> we kind of stumbled upon something here. <laughs> I think it's yeah. good. I like the, uh, the potential of the church pet peeves track until everybody so. says i'm not ever listening again because <laughs> yeah. you just ruined my life <laughs> yeah yeah but <laughs> i mean well i think you just turned to the corner there and saying one of the things maybe one of the things that happens when you're in uh like vocational ministry so to say because we want to make sure people understand part of the challenges that you are as a follower of christ you're in ministry you're yeah. a representative of christ you are to be making disciples <clears throat> as well, but maybe when you're leading a student ministry or when you're preaching or leading a church, you're going, you're constantly evaluating. Mm-hmm. Like most people would, they evaluate themselves in their own job. You evaluate how you're doing as a parent. You hopefully you are. You know, you're do, you do self evaluation. Right. But I do believe that for people that attend church, the common follower of Christ, sometimes they don't. They they evaluate themselves on whether or not they're going to church, sure. or whether or not they're part of you know you know you know, the way they're, you know, the kids are doing, I can't get that out. Like uh, the, the health of their family, they go, sure. okay, we're okay. I'm okay. You're okay. We're all okay. We yeah. go to church, but we are constantly looking at things. And you said, maybe these things worked and that's something to remember. Like there may have been a time where that was effective, but culture is always oh, yeah. changing. And right now I want to challenge you if you're a track person, there's not a cool enough or hip. I'm serious. <laughs> Try to get somebody to read anything. Yeah. Think about this. Yeah. Try to get anyone to read anything. Hand a pamphlet out. You don't see that. When I was a child, you'd go to the mall, which is basically not happening anymore, right? right. They're all. Most of them are closing. And then you had kiosks all the way down the mall. And one of the things my dad used to do was he would go for a company and he would do a weekend. He would set a booth up a lot of times for different professions and he would hand out information, and he would talk to people. He was a salesperson type thing. And I would go, because I thought it was really cool to be in the booth, you know? I was like, I worked at the mall. Yeah. Uh, Big deal. But, like, people would stop and talk, and they would take papers, and they would read them. If you do that now, you'll watch. If people even take it from your hand, chances are they're going to find the closest garbage can and throw it away. They're not reading material. So guess what? It may have worked 
But one of the worst things I ever find is when you ask someone to tell them, tell you their testimony or their highlight of like what God has done and use them in their life. And it's a 30 year old story because God is the same God yesterday, today, forever. Mm -hmm. But he's a creator God. And he's evolved, like his message can evolve with, I know you gave me that look. I <laughs> can't use the evolution word, but I would hope by now God you know where I stand. God is constantly evolving just the, like The a, gospel is. The gospel is, it's, it's, the truth is eternal, but the way it's presented, like we don't do it the same way. And so yeah. if you've been doing something for 20 or 30 years, uh, you know, even if it's bearing fruit, it doesn't mean it's perfect. And Aaron hit on that earlier, like what can I do better? And so I want to say if we do this series, if we go forward and we're talking about pet peeves and we get all in your business <laughs> about the way you like it, understand no one, not one of us is here like let's mess people up. It's let's look at the stuff and figure right. out why is the church – because really the, the heart of this, we're talking facetiously or kind of it's satire, like you yeah. said, about this is kind of comical to us because we're like we, we fight about these things. Right. Okay. So when you bring them up, if it's like no, because I mean we have on the list uh, hymns versus modern contemporary worship. We have you know things like should you have Sunday school or what kind of services should you have? I mean people in church that have been lifetime church attenders they have strong opinions about mm-hmm. that, and if you yeah. mess with that, it messes with them. Right. But the end result should be how can we be the most effective and communicating the gospel and discipling and leading people to be disciples that make disciples. Yep. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> That's not going to look the same way it did when you were a child if you're 70 years old. It's just I, not. Even I mean, if you're 40 years old. Even if you're, yeah, yeah me, 40, it's yeah. totally different, thankfully. I, I had a professor in college that used to always say, uh, he said, marry the message and date the method. And <laughs> so was, uh, I actually like that. I didn't learn much from... Uh, <laughs> that stuck with you, but that did stick with me. Uh, the methods change, but the message doesn't. The same yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. We should not be our preferences. As we talked about this on Sunday, we also talked about when we did the gray area thing. Is we often walk or live out of our preferences and our convictions, and not yeah. from biblical commands mm-hmm. and biblical principles. It doesn't go top down; it goes bottom up. Mm-hmm. And we got to get out of that, even in the church. Oh, I've done this for thirty. Well, it's not doing anything. You're not right. you're like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that's where the Holy Spirit comes within you to lead you to that conviction. Because yeah. you could tell somebody yeah. straight to their face, that's not working. But until you <laughs> right. understand, until you surrender that thing you've loved, that thing, right. and allow God to work in you still, there, there's, there's fruit to that. Yeah. There's fruit to letting him lead you. I would also say on this topic, there are, we'll just say false religions that base their entire you know yeah. their existence on yep. that that type of pro, that type of method because it's about them working yes. them doing something right and so let's maybe there's something to be learned by us <laughs> you know i'm mean, seriously if we start to look and behave in another way we have to kind of question that, that because we're still human and you know it would feel great if i could rely on some of these things we've talked about today like i handed out 500 tracks it would feel good. I'd be like, I really did. I put them here, and like, right. you know, and I gave one to every kid. Uh, another one is like giving Bibles out to kids in a public school. It's like that sounds great on the surface, but in reality, like, if the school's not asking for it, you know, like, right. and the kids aren't asking for it, it'd be better to give a Bible to three kids that are like coming to your after-school program and like they want to know, yeah, right. versus just we're just gonna do this because sometimes we do things. We do it for the PR. You know, we do it because it feels good. We gave out 500 of this, or we did. Uh, well, did God ask you to do that? And uh, and I think you do have to look at fruit. 
Yeah. You know, if you're if you're doing something and it's not bearing fruit, then that there's no no amount of attachment to that thing should keep you doing that thing. Right. If there's yeah. fruit, then we can have a conversation. But again, don't tell me about the fruit that it produced 20 years ago and expect me <laughs> yeah. to be like, well, right. then we're going to... Bus ministry? Down. Come on. <laughs> oh, we so. can put that down. <laughs> no. Um, no, you called it something else, though. Was it bus ministry? No, I didn't. I think I called it bus ministry. <laughs> um, I was going to say something else, and I debated on saying something else. Uh, <laughs> well, Mike's Oh, yeah, that so. was what you, kind of what you were saying. You know, you almost got to look at it, too. If it's not effective... And, me as a person or as a church pouring and investing money into something that's not effective, am I really being a good steward right. of what God has in, entrusted <laughs> us with? Right. That's and a good point. Well, we did this with Easter extravaganza. We would spend, for us, a decent amount of money to do this, and we found that other churches were doing this, and we became another stop on the <laughs> right. on that day. And so we decided not to do it. And some people were kind of bummed. We gained, we like we know of a family that started coming who were believers, but they started coming because of Easter ex- extravaganza. And right. people might say, this is a good... And it was a good thing, but we stopped doing it uh, because it wasn't accomplishing... The, we want people to feel like they're welcome at church and right. you know have a positive experience. What we're finding is people show up, get the eggs, be like, peace out and go. And it, it, was, a, it was a positive experience. We could justify it. Right. But we're finding thing, other things that we're doing are... Are, are better than that, and we had to say no to something that was good to say yes to something that was better to accomplish what God <laughs> wanted to do. Uh, yeah, you got to have an idea that sometimes, um, not sometimes, I believe that we have been bought into or seen the growth of like large churches and multi-site sure. campuses, yeah. and, and even maybe if you go back, again, you really want to tap dance on some people's emotions? That's fine. Billy Graham. Mm. and revival, uh, you know, crusades and people, you know, and I know if you've been part of a crusade, I know that they, they did a great job. They came into towns ahead of time. They equipped churches and they trained them. But I was at a Billy Graham crusade in 94, which I I think that's the one. And I heard them play the music and I watched the people go down and I didn't feel moved to go down and didn't, you know, and Mm. I didn't. So my point being like, I used to say this to people like I heard the best of our generation, yeah. best evangelist at this massive event. And it did nothing for me because for me at that point, the Lord, I wasn't there. I wasn't ready to respond yeah. to Jesus. I wasn't ready to surrender my life. And so we can't just assume that the events are going to, they're yeah. always going to drive things. And so we have to ask all the steps along the way, why are we doing this? And what I challenge people is more often than not, since the found since the foundation, the coming of the Holy Spirit and the establishment of the church, it has been life on life yep. growth. Yep. And it, it becomes exponential when the people of God all engage in that ministry. Yep. It's become choked by the Western way <laughs> of the pastor has to do it and the church has to hold an event and we'll get people here. Right. Because it's not a biblical model. Right. Now can, as everything we've said, can God use it? Yes. But the growth of the church is to be person to person, life on life. There's, um, I'll close this section with this. There was a guy at a conference I went to, and they did a leader session, um, and there was probably about 300 leaders in the room, and he said, I'm going to give you an example, and you may have heard this one before, but he goes, okay, I want someone to set a timer for two minutes, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to share the gospel with every person in this room, and we're going to see how far I get. You know. And he said, so when I come to you, I'm going to say, receive the son, and when I say that, you stand up. 
And so, you know, he comes to the first time to see the sun, and you stand up, and he gets, you know, he's hustling through these rows, and he gets through about probably 45, 50 people, like he's making his way sure. through the aisles. And he goes, okay, so there we go. That, that's, that's the method most churches take. Mm. He goes, now, the next time, I'm going to start this again, reset the clock. <laughs> he goes, it. when I tell you, receive the sun, then I want you to turn and say that to whoever. And within, like, 35 seconds, 300 people are standing up. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, it sounds gimmicky. He goes, but that's, that is multiplication. That's the church as Christ established it. Yeah. And we went with version one where we're like, you couple guys, you tell my, and I might even bring them to church, but then you tell them. Yes. And he mm -hmm. said, no, it's not meant to be done that way. Right. We need disciples who make disciples. So yep. I think, yep. you know, that that's an important thing to remember. Yeah. What works for one church doesn't work for, like, I think in my generation right. growing up in ministry, it was like, what's, what's Saddleback doing? What's the oh, big yeah. church around the corner doing? Like, like, let's do what they're doing. Copy and, paste. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that. Well, to be fair, uh, Aaron and I do whatever you guys are doing. Yeah, right. <laughs> but we, we look and we just kind of. You're like, yeah, what are they doing? It's uh, awesome. I, I would like to say, I don't think Nate and I were alive in 94. I know I wasn't. I was not. No. I, was I graduated born in 95. In yeah. yeah. Well, I was. I was, also. So I was, was at a Billy Graham crusade and you weren't. So I was on the field. Oh, well, big time. Huh? And I, I was got, in the nosebleeds. Like, so I'm on the field as a counselor, and right there is Andre Bernier. <laughs> Big, oh, I was like, hey, time. don't care about people coming to the Lord. Like, hey, there's Andre Bernier. How you doing? Look at, I have look no look. idea who that is. Uh, I don't well, either. Well, you wouldn't. He's a local like weather. <laughs> well, he's, oh. he's in the area. Oh, that's true. What's I did grow up here. Homeschool. Um, so, <laughs> slid it in there. You see that? Yeah. That was pretty. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have I'm TV. You didn't have TV. <laughs> so it's no. Black and white. I, I uh, mean, I was, I probably, one of the reasons I didn't go for the altar call is I was like, it's a long way. I was in road, like I was in the That's double letters. That's Municipal Stadium. The old Municipal Stadium yeah. went like A through Z, and yeah. then it started again, and it went like all the way up to double Z. Did they do, and I was up there. they do like fireworks afterwards and stuff? Uh, no, that was for the people who didn't believe. Uh, <laughs> no, like I remember as a kid going to some <laughs> conference. Fire squad. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, uh, no Mike, I don't there remember was a... if they did that. I remember they played a song over and over. And there was, a, and I mean, like literally, there was tw like probably 15, 20,000 people that went down. I just sure. remember the field was like, yeah. you, you know, it was like this mass exodus. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking like, nah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> now like, I get I mean, it, yeah. I've always just, I've actually been struck by that since I became a follower of Christ to think like, no, for me, it happened on a Friday night at a youth worship thing where I don't remember the preacher and yeah. I don't remember anything. I just end up falling down on my face being like, God, you're real. And I, yeah, you know, like it wasn't Billy Graham for that's me. That's great. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. but it was Billy Graham for a lot of people. I, yeah. I think that's, we keep, yeah. keep oh, yeah. coming yeah. back to like, yeah. nothing we say is, is crucifying the other way. Like yeah. it can work. It can work. But I remember the thing about that. I don't know if you remember this or not, but we were there every night. The hot pretzels, they were great. They were awesome. I'm just kidding. Every day they were they were saying it's going to rain, it's going to rain, it's going to rain, it's going to oh, rain, no, and, it, and it did not rain until the last song on the last day. Oh my! And that's cool. what no. stuck with me. That's cool. I'm yeah, just, I don't even know. It was multiple days. Yeah, I just remember yeah. we went. It was yeah. a, a big DC deal. Talk was there on Saturday. <sighs> I don't remember that. Yeah. But that's like God is doing a new thing. New thing. Talk. No, 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 no. It was, was a, I thought it was rapping? the White Album. Like, that's way before. <laughs> I was not church, church Hopping. Talk, so. <laughs> like, you remember that? They had a song, Church Hoppers. I didn't, oh, I didn't know that song. It was real cynical about people who, like, come to your church yeah. and then they hop to the next church. And they don't like what you do. We'll play that as our intro next yeah. week, everybody. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah. We're going deep cut from yeah. DC Talk, 1994. Yeah. 
think, I think a good way to summarize this is no matter what method you use, if you allow God to use you, he'll use you in whatever way he calls you to do right. so. Right. That's, that's what it is. Be open. And even yeah. God's sovereignty, God will take the your like if this is is this is my heart. You look back sometimes you're like, how did I ever? Why did I ever? <laughs> but if my heart is to please the Lord, and my heart is to share the gospel, to live the gospel, and I I look wonky doing it, mm-hmm. the beautiful thing is that God is sovereign over His creation, and He can leverage my awkwardness for His right. glory. Yep. And that's I think sometimes we're like, I gotta have the perfect method. I gotta have the nah, just. Where's your heart? If you want people to come to Christ, God will use you, and that's. We just got to trust that. So, yeah. yeah. Amen. Is that it? Are we done yeah. talking? Like that went for four hours. That's not bad. Two, but we not got bad. two weeks. Yeah. So we're going to be gone for two weeks. Those of you that are linear with us, in time with us, you will feel that gap. But if you're going to, if you're just kind of, what's the word when you, you binge? If you're binging <laughs> these episodes at some other point, you won't even know. If you're yeah. binging, you must have yeah. just had surgery or you're <laughs> yeah. on quarantine. Because right. <laughs> it's a commitment. Yeah. Or you're One episode feels yeah. like a binge. Yeah. I just put a T on the end of episode. Episode. You, you, no, we have episode. episode. And I just said episode. Episode. He's trying to one up me. He's like, I gotta get. I gotta figure out a way to say this. Anyway, <laughs> we would love to hear what you say. Maybe you're a tract giver outer. Maybe you're a judgment house yeah. lifer. Uh, none of these things were said to to beat you up. It's more of just always being conscious of uh, what we're doing and why we're doing it. And, Looking forward to talking more about it. We got more things to talk about. Don't so. forget your pet peeves. Send yeah. us mm-hmm. ones that we didn't even say. Yep. And I, don't, yeah. I anticipate at least three you guys are my new pet peeve <laughs> replies. Yeah. More <laughs> when we talk about Chipotle. So. Yeah. Whenever you, you talk, talk about, about food, food. say Larry. To get here. That was Jeff. On, I like just saying Larry, <laughs> just like that. Okay. I think it's great because it's like at some point they're going to be like, I remember season one with Larry. Like that was that was a good season. Larry, I'm gonna go check out Larry's. Podcast. Yeah, check out his podcast, Living Interestingly. Yeah, and uh, let us know what you think. Give us a shout out so we you know give him a shout out. We're gonna have him on at some point. We talk about worship and yeah, yeah. sounds good. But let us know your pet peeves. Let us know anything else you're struggling with. Something you got questions? We don't. We know the guy who has answers. <laughs> we know the one who has really the ultimate answer, and so uh, we would love to talk to you about that. But. Uh, Beep. <laughs> I feel like I'm with a teenager all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Want me, want me to do a... I didn't yeet on that one, <laughs> I but I could have. That's my house. That's what I'm living through right now. I just yeeted that. I'm like, no, you no, just you put it on the counter is what you did. <laughs> <Right>. Shut up. <laughs> <Right. Wow. laughs> on that note, <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're going to get uh, parental counseling from Mike. But uh, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for making it all the way to the end. An, an hour and ten minutes. Yeah. For Bert. Joe, Aaron, and Mike. Bert, Bert. Bert. It took me a second. Jonah. You got to get the mission. Bert, Jonah. Jonah. Bert, Aaron, Joe, and Jonah. 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 Oh, Until, yeah. So, thanks for hanging out with us. <laughs> we'll see you soon. See ya.